0: that evening the princess and the shadow danced together in the the great ballroom she was light but he was lighter still never had she danced with such a partner she told him what country she came from and he knew it well he had been there and he had looked through every window high or low he had seen this and he had seen that so he could answer the princess and suggest things that astounded her she was convinced that he must be the wisest man in all the world His knowledge impressed her so deeply that while they were dancing, she fell in love with him. The shadow could tell, for her eyes transfixed him through and through. They danced again, and she came very near to telling him that she loved him, but it wouldn't do to be rash. She had to think of her country and her throne, and the many people over whom she would reign. He is a clever man, she said to herself, and that is a good thing. He dances charmingly, And that too is good, but is his knowledge more than superficial? That's just as important, so I must examine him. Hello and welcome, it's that time of year again. And by that time of year, I mean Treefort. Good afternoon, I'm Douglas Bowles, and this is 42 Minutes, a weekly conversation with the interesting artists and thinkers of our day. You can find our archives at 42minutes.com and you can reach us by sending a message to mail at 42minutes.com. You can also follow our tweets at sync42 and at syncbook. Today is Tuesday, March 1st, 2016, and that means that our March Music Showcase has begun. And with that, we'll start in Denmark. But before we get into it, I should also mention that we are also bringing out of the archives for just this month any current Treefort artists that we've spoken to in the past, such as Sally Ford, Story Grub, Deep Creeps, Magic Sword, and many others. We'll link to those shows, and we look forward to another great season of Treefort, which naturally includes many surprises here, as well as more than a slight chance of some live reporting from the Boise Springs Sync. Nonetheless, we're kicking off our 2016 showcase with The Foreign Resort, the melodic and explosive new wave post-punk band hailing from Copenhagen. Sonically expressive, dark, and moody, The Foreign Resort take the audience on a journey through passages of textured layers with haunting and dreamy vocals to echoes and pulsations of overdriven guitars, powerful drumming, driving bass, and intense thematic melody lines. Since 2010, the band has been rigorous in playing over 300 shows across Europe and the United States, including several performances at South by Southwest, Iceland Airwaves, CMJ Music Marathon, and one of the world's largest goth festivals, Wave Gothic Treffen in Leipzig, Germany. Following up on the success of their 2014 New Frontiers album, the Danish trio produced the American Dream EP, five new songs with a simpler but more intense expression than ever heard before from the band. It arrived October 2015 on Moon Sounds Records. They will be playing Treefort 2016 on Thursday, March 24th at the Olympic at 10.40 p.m. It's a 21 and up club and it's a really solid night, so I recommend you checking it out. More information about them can be found on their website, theforeignresort.com. Thanks so much for joining us today. How are you guys? Excellent.
1: Yeah, very good. Thank
0: you. you this bet. is a uh, Super Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Say that again. This is a uh, Super Tuesday. So it is are, Super Tuesday. You're right. Oh my oh, gosh.
1: Yeah, I, was, I was actually wondering uh, uh, while you were reading this uh, bit of this fairy tale, I was uh, thinking about uh, Trump and uh, Hillary right there.
0: Perfect. That is exactly perfect. Okay. Because that that little um, snippet of text comes from Hans Christian Andersen. Huh? He's a, uh, it's a fairy tale, and I think he comes from Denmark. But oh yeah? Yeah. And so I that little teeny bit that I found, it's like, oh, that reminds me of Trump. Exactly.
1: <laughs> Cause, uh, Cause,
0: yeah. That's that's spot on, man. So, let's, I mean, you guys brought it up, let's, before we dig in, let's start there. What, you have a better perspective probably than we do, because we're inside of it, but what do you think of the United States right now that seems to be so enamored with this clown? Eh, well, it's,
2: well, if you talk about the clown, it's definitely a circus, and, but it's, it's a pretty evil circus, if you ask me, or any of us, because I don't know Trump. He's 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 an evil doer, if you ask us. Like, well, not Danes, but definitely this band. Uh, so it's like it's funny and amusing on uh, from one point, but it's also very serious and could be, I don't know, destructive with waves coming all the way over here because we have so many relations with the United States over here in Europe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also the way he's
1: uh, he's, uh, he's doing his campaign. He's—he never talks about politics. He—he uh, he always talks about everything else, and uh, we can totally uh, see that reflecting uh, all our uh, politicians here in Denmark uh, right now.
2: Oh
0: yeah.
1: So, um, and that's—that's a—that's uh, uh, that's a bad way. That's a bad influence.
0: Yeah.
2: He's a—that's the thing. Like Trump, he's like a role model for a lot of European politicians, and our, our current prime minister is not uh, an exception. He's. Uh, He's taking Denmark in a bad direction, but definitely in in a direction towards what Trump likes, like you know Denmark running it as a corporation. So you either work or you get the fuck out.
0: <laughs> Wait, it's interesting because I saw a little uh, takedown of who he is, and it was interesting because the uh, I think it was John Oliver basically explained how he he's a mascot that he's kind of branded himself, and that his actual if you connect not him to his actions because people don't really think about his actions they just think about what the mascot is saying about this brand and they believe the 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 branding that you know the message that's being put forth but they don't actually look into the the reality of what what he who he is
2: i know the uh what's it called the website Occupy democrats they they posted this picture today as an addition to to um to what's his name you just mentioned? I've got it. <laughs> um, Oliver. Oliver. Oh, yeah, Oliver. Yeah. They said the Trump Hotel in Las Vegas. Why is it not called the Trump Hotel and Casino? It's because they didn't meet the criteria for a, becoming a casino in Vegas. Like they failed that test. So another failure from Donald Trump. <laughs> Funny.
0: Okay. So who am I talking to today? Who do I got on this call?
2: Uh, you have Mikkel. I sing, play guitar and bass in the form of the I'm
0: uh, Morden. I play the drums.
1: And I am Henrik. I play guitar and bass.
0: Guitar and bass.
2: Oh, yeah. We switch. Okay, That's the the, the story of the two leaving bass players. You know, we, we were a quartet. Uh-huh.
0: Then
2: one bass player left. We, we had another one instead of that guy. And uh, he left, too. And we were like, well... You know we're sick of bass players ditching us and so we let's let's become a trio and then the next question was who's going to play the bass and no one really wanted to play the bass to begin with and <laughs> then we well we just swapped you know we were like i play better on that song you know i can play the bass better on this song and then it goes goes back and forth now we fight to play the bass exactly like the bass has become a, an entirely different instrument it's really like a key, key player in the band now so now we're like well i want to play the bass now
0: <laughs> and then moving from a quartet to a trio does that really change the live sound or does it make it uh more authentic somehow
2: oh yeah it, i think that it makes it more clear um one of our friends uh from from la he was uh, it, his name is dave dupuy he plays in the band nightmare air he saw us uh, when we played there for for the first time as a, as a trio and he was like he came up to us afterwards and said hey man Don't tell, and that was Henrik who wasn't on that tour, and he was like, don't tell Henrik, but I didn't miss that second guitar at all, you guys sounded better than ever, and I was like, okay, I really trust that guy on on his, you know, on his opinion on on sound, so I was like, you know, he's been doing sound for Gary Newman for quite a while, so I was like, okay, I trust you, you know, let's let's stay as a trio.
1: It brings a lot of headroom to the music, uh, live as well, Yeah. yeah, so...
2: And more dynamics, too. Like Before, it was kind of like a big mass of, of guitars, which is cool if you're like a, a shoegaze band that we tried to be at some point. But as far as like, like explosive post-punk, which we're trying to do now, I think one guitar works a lot better.
0: Well, so how old are you guys?
2: Don't ask about our age. We're fucking old. <laughs> the band is 10 years
1: old. <laughs> we're, we're 10 years old.
0: Well, so it's, it's interesting because... I, when I heard your stuff, I, it immediately hit me in the right spot, but just because I kind of grew up with a, a sound similar to that. So
1: did we. Yeah, so did yeah, we, man. <laughs> Do the math.
0: Okay. Well, I, don't... <laughs> uh, okay. So then, uh, I mean, what were you jamming on back in the eighties?
2: Yeah, well, it was actually mostly pop stuff, like Duran Duran and uh, OMD, what was it? The Cure? Yeah. Thou? Uh, <laughs> what is it called? No, no. what is it called? China in Your Hand? What's the, what's the band name? Oh, I can't uh, remember. Yeah. Whatever. It was a lot of German radio, really.
0: Huh. Danish
2: radio wasn't that good, and it's still not, it's still not that good. Huh. But,
0: uh, Yeah. I mean, so there were definitely a couple things that I really, like a flavor of like The Cure pornography. I oh, yeah.
2: You... But the th- the thing was, The Cure came in a lot later. For me, The Cure came in in 91, not until 91, mm-hmm. really. Like my first album was Kiss Me, Kiss Me, Kiss Me by them. And, and I didn't hear that until 91. Like Until then, I'd just been listening to... ACDC and, and and pop music, which is a weird combination. And a lot of death metal. Oh, yeah, death metal too, yeah. Know, of course. Heavy metal. That's, that's actually, that, that's our common, like, that's where we all come from, like, different death metal bands. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that, that. Now, isn't, like, the best death metal from the Nordic countries? Do I have that right? Those-
2: Period, like eh, as far as death metal, yeah, the Start Denmark nineties, maybe, yeah, Mid-90s. Sweden and, and the whole Scandinavia thing. There was also there the whole black metal, you know, the the Norwegians setting their churches on fire and, and all that, which is not a good thing, but um, they they produce some cool music. Um.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Did you guys ever listen to the the Cocktail Twins?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. That's not back in the 80s. Like, I, I don't know, I, that's right. Yeah, th- that's, that's the nice. thing, if, if you listen, yeah. like, yeah. No, I didn't listen to Cocteau Twins until, like, I don't know, after the, the millennium. Like, it really. Yeah, like, me too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. So, yeah.
2: But then again, like, uh, Henrik, he taught me about uh, My Bloody Valentine. So I got to know about My Bloody Valentine in 2007 or eight, which is like, what, 15 years after
0: the album came
2: out, <laughs> which is embarrassing, <laughs> but it's kind of funny.
0: So have you guys been in bands your whole life pretty much then?
2: Yeah, pretty much.
0: Pretty. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, more or
1: less. More less,
0: yeah. Yeah. And, I think I guess me and
1: Henrik we started playing together when we were thirteen, maybe? Yeah, so.
2: something like that, you know. Uh death metal. Yeah. 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 Imagine that. Like Henrik who's playing guitar bass now, he's he was growling back then. <laughs> no no guitar, no instrument, just a microphone and
1: then once drum kit but Double bass drums
0: in yeah. his bedroom. Yeah, making <laughs> out
1: his dad. I guess like the first, the, the first metal cover we we ever did, we did was uh, Pestilence, right by Pestilence. Oh yeah. Uh, do you remember that song, Henry? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, we covered that too, man, guys. Oh.
0: Oh, man. yeah.
2: Good times. Yeah.
0: So then, I'm curious about what it's like to be a band in Europe. I mean, do you have a sense of like um, is it more international and in that you actually tour a lot of different countries or do you just kind of hang out in in uh, Denmark or what's what's it like
2: we We, we try to leave Denmark well <laughs> that's not, that yeah. might sound bad, but the thing is our, our we found an audience in in Germany and like now in Switzerland it's kind of like from yeah Germany, Switzerland, the Netherlands that have this um, I guess like goth communities and then just dark music communities there yeah. are a lot of uh, support from there we that that whole gothic uh, that, Treffen that festival in Germany kind of opened up a lot of doors for us and um, so mainly when we play shows over here it's Germany in, in Denmark there's there's not a big following at all really like yeah. we played a lot more people in Germany than we do here but that kind of music but
1: uh, the music that we do in Denmark doesn't have uh, that much, uh, that that many listeners um, at all um, no. so yeah it's more uh, indie indie folk uh, indie electro yeah.
0: huh. uh,
1: in Denmark yeah yeah
2: so but it's cool enough like Denmark is five and a half million people Germany is 80 million people so as far as a market gotcha <laughs> it's good like yeah. and, and and the Hamburg is five hours from here really and then you're in in germany and then you just go so it's not too bad
0: yeah i was talking to an italian psych band and they were saying something really similar where i think they're from florence and they just there wasn't much in in the way of they love their home but at the same time they to find an audience i think also they do really well in germany which is interesting mm-hmm. i'd
2: say it's like we played like that's that's before we became really dark That was when we were working on getting dark <laughs> but, but we, we played a couple of shows in Italy and they seem to have like a goth community down there too. Like, it's funny because it's these nice cities. We played in, in this place that looked like a, a fancy restaurant or something. Like, a, it was a basement with with these, everything was white and, and really nice. And then, like, at, at 11 p.m., the, the audience came and they were all like painted black. And I was like, wow. That's yeah. pretty cool. And they, they were digging the music, so wasn't that Potenza? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> little little uh, what do you call that? Little fortress on the on the east coast. Yeah. It was yeah. funny. Those free red line. It's just funny that combination of, of a very nice and quiet city and then this whole goth community that came out. <laughs> all the all the vampires. Exactly. That's so, that's
0: gospel, yeah, so it, yeah. Italy
2: can do it as well. I don't know. It's it's not really happening in Denmark. I think the country is really too small. For, for sub-genres or for niche stuff like, like ours.
0: Well, so now, uh, for our listeners who aren't familiar, including me, <laughs> tell us a little bit about Denmark. What is it, w- what do you compare it to or how do you describe it to people who've never been?
2: Oh man, Morten and Henrik, you gotta, you gotta do that.
0: Yeah, well,
1: um, yeah, well, as Mikkel uh, already told, uh, told you, uh, we're a small country, five and a half million people. Uh, we are... Uh, Definitely uh, a super social, socialist, uh, social democracy. What do you call it? It's social democratic. Yeah, social democratic <laughs> country. Uh, with like uh, yeah, just like he, we're 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 a fairy tale
2: a, a description from Bernie Sanders, really. Um, uh, yeah, um, they're working on breaking it down, though. You know yeah. they're doing their best. We have a, uh, the current government is really doing their best to destroy what. Mm. What welfare was built over the past fifty years, yeah. but uh, it's it's going to take a while. Yeah, so we have a good. we have a castle. We have a queen, and yeah. uh, we, we have, have free a... healthcare. We have free education, like high school, college, university is all free, and um, six yeah. weeks of full pica- paid vacation a yeah. year. and yeah. uh, There's yeah. no there's no law for minimum wage <laughs> because. The unions and the employers agree, which is cool. And uh, I don't know, <coughs> I've, I've seen like uh, British documentaries on Denmark, kind of like see it from the outside, and, and they, they concluded that we uh, we Danes trust uh, our system, which is uh, not the case in, in many other countries. Uh, and especially like America (laughs) or the UK as they were from. So that, and I can kind of relate to that, like, as far as, you know, we might disagree with our politicians now, well, always, but as far as the system and the way it works, I I totally trust that. I trust our hospitals to function. I trust that I can go to the doctor. I trust our schools Mm. to a certain extent. And, but yeah, so it's because we're very homogenic country, very homogenic people uh, compared to America, for instance. and every- not that multicultural so maybe mm. it's easier for us, for us to have um, a political system like that because we are yeah.
1: very much all alike basically yeah but then again you know everybody uh, is 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 really happy about paying uh, whatever like 50% in their uh, in, in tax um, but then again you know you get everything for free you know uh, every everybody is uh, equal and uh, you truly have your uh, american dream right here because uh, everybody is uh, have the same opportunity to, um, yeah, to, to reach to reach a goal to that's reach a, 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 a social ability. ability, yeah. So so th- that's great, and we're the happiest people on the planet. <laughs> that's a lie.
0: <laughs> yeah. oh, but th- so that's my question. because um, so this show normally is concerned with the idea of meaning, and it seems like we need structures to rest on or to believe in, and those are the kind of things that help give people's lives meaning but then i wonder if you know what is you know what is what is uh, are people generally happy there or is there a lot of suicide or i mean so the idea that you believe in the system that's really interesting to me but, but i, it's, I, I but think there's but a basics. difference
2: I, I think there's a difference between believing in the system and trusting the system i don't okay. know to me there is. I'm, it's kind of like it's not a, it's not a faith or anything but I, there's just trust like I don't know I'm, maybe I'm just nitpicking here but but it's uh I don't know I I I, 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 I really think that uh, people can um
0: well so like I drive a really crappy car and it's got to get me to work and so I have all kinds of trust it's going to do it it's going to do it it's not going to break down it's not going to explode today Uh-huh but it's it's not a, a... But then again you know like if 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 you were if you were living in in Denmark
1: uh you could probably uh, then uh, go and get your car fixed for free so so so.
0: <laughs> yeah, but,
1: but you know like you can compare it to 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 the hospital you know like yeah I re- rely on my body to to, to, to work mm-hmm. all the time and if it breaks down you know uh, I don't I don't have to uh, bank bankruptcy or a whole, my, my whole family to to, to get my, my my bills paid you know it's it's been ta- it's been taken care yeah. of
2: there's a safety net yeah both for like illness or unemployment education so, so, so people like feel in general more safe. Which also, you know, turns out that, that when you have that safety and you don't have, like, serious. Well, you, you, we do have unemployment, but people still get like welfare, so they don't. They don't get. We don't have poverty in that sense, which means there's less crime because people are less desperate. And uh, but there's and no- that, that means you're safe on the street. Like, there's nowhere. And uh, yeah, I think I can say that there's nowhere really in Denmark where I couldn't go. On the street like right now and it's it's you know it's 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 nine thirty p.m here i could go anywhere really there's no there's always risk of you know getting robbed but there is not really you know mm-hmm. you won't get shot on the street or anything but, it doesn't happen
1: but for me for me
2: that that is freedom mm-hmm.
1: uh, for, uh not to worry about uh, and you can drink on the street too yeah 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 <laughs> that's freedom too but but uh, yeah for, for me that, that that's that's pure freedom because you don't have to worry about uh Education for children. You don't have to worry about uh, this and that. You know, uh, all you have to worry about is uh, uh, paying li- your taxes. <laughs> yeah, li- live your life and uh, and and you know, uh, get a
2: job, earn
1: some money. Well, and uh... well,
2: well, that said, like and and this is what I hear as an argument against our model, like society model. Yeah, is that if, if people have that kind of freedom then Americans would just sit on their asses and not do anything because they'll be like, oh man, I don't have to work, whatever. But the thing is it's Denmark and that's actually why we're kind of a cold people, because we want to get things done. Like we're really efficient. We're we're efficient to that extent that we stop talking to each other because we want to get things done. And 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 <laughs> That's that's why I appreciate the states because you can still like talk to each other while working, but <laughs> but 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 that, what what I'm saying is that system has not produced a lazy nation, not at all. Huh. Like we're really working people,
0: hmm.
2: and it, that's yeah. people like it. You know, it's like
1: that, that's cool. You yeah. know.
0: All it's right. Cool. So here's if you if you uh, do you have to lock up your bikes? Do you lock your doors? Do you lock your cars? What,
1: oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 of course, yeah, uh, yeah. Um,
0: Okay, But that is
1: actually doors. not true because uh, the, uh, when I was a kid, my parents didn't lock their door. You know, I was growing up in a small town near the German border, you know, and they, they, they still don't lock their door. You know, it's was like, so, so, so there's. Many parts uh, in
2: in Denmark where where people don't lock their doors, and there's and there's a very big uh, difference. Also, there's been a few cases where Danes travel to the United States with their uh, their their babies, like with their their infant uh, children, just doing some traveling. And what we do over here is that when when they sleep, we put them in this uh, st- not a stroller, but you know the big driving bed or whatever, yeah, and then we just put them outside. Because it's, it's really, like, it's warm and cozy, and it's good with the fresh air. So you can sit at a cafe in the city, and then you just put that, that stroller, whatever, outside, and you kind of watch it. You have a baby alarm, too. But then you sit
0: inside you a your baby. Baby inside. alarm, you say?
2: Yeah, it's like a little walkie-talkie. One, one way, oh, gotcha.
0: Walkie-talkie. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: but the thing is, if you do that in the States, you get arrested. Oh, yeah. Because then you're kind of, like, leaving your baby, and, and it'll get kidnapped. And everyone's like, oh, no, what are you doing? But here... It's the normal thing. Yeah. No one wants to kidnap a baby. No, it's just an extra expense. Yeah, exactly. No one wants to kidnap a child. It's like, why, why do you want to do that? No one thinks about that. Like, why do you who, want to feed an extra mouth? Our concern would be like, you need to hear the baby when it cries because then you can go, you know, give it some food or whatever, and then you know, take, take it up. But not kidnapping is like, what? No, not really. And that's why some Danes get in trouble when they go to the states. They're like, oh, okay, I'll just leave my baby and go have a sandwich.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's talk about coming to the states. It looks like uh, are you, you're hitting hitting the sh- hitting the shore here pretty soon, March tenth. March tenth, yeah.
1: Uh, a week from now, actually, yeah.
0: Yeah, and so oh, yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, almost, it's, it's super oh, it's Tuesday.
1: <laughs> Tuesday. Fuck yeah, it's enough Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. Thursday. Nine days. Nine days. Yep. Yeah, I'm looking forward forward to it.
0: Well, yeah. I feel like you keep saying that I need to check in and see what's going on with Super Tuesday, or maybe it's too early. I don't know.
2: Uh, yeah, it's only like what is it like? Uh, it's two at your place.
0: One, yeah, quarter to two. Yeah. I don't
2: know. I'll get up tomorrow and then check, see if we can get that Bernie Sanders T-shirt. Yeah, we really,
1: we really want
2: that Bernie Sanders T-shirt. But. Right? I got to learn some more. I'm like, after Super Tuesday, it's pretty much decided, isn't it? Like, we will know tomorrow if it's Hillary or Bernie, won't we? Yep. Huh. <laughs> yep.
0: I, I have really been kind of trying to put it out of my, my head, because it just feels like, I, I don't know, that just sometimes the country goes through these moments where it doesn't matter, this is what's going to happen kind of thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um but so if i mean if you're coming to the states it it seems like you've got to make that worthwhile worth your while so uh, how long are you guys staying is it a big tour would you say or we
2: we always do well this 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 is the one exception but
0: uh, other than that we always do
2: 18 days and the thing is like well not obviously but no one is making a living like seriously from from the music so we all have day jobs okay and if we take we take the time off to do the tour and that means we have to make the most of it, like you just said. And, and that means we're flying in on a Thursday, and then because of the time difference, we can play that same day. And so 18 days, that's three weekends, and then flying home on the Sunday after that last weekend. And then we play every single day, and sometimes twice a day, if, if we can get like an in-studio in session or an in-store yeah. show, or, or really not anything but but any opportunity that's worthwhile, we'll we'll take it. Like especially going to South by Southwest now, we're gonna play like a ton of weird shows too. Like maybe we'll play at the bicycle store again. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, if he has the hi hat stand this time, we, we had to cancel that actually last time. We're like, where's the hi hat stand? Whoa, what? Okay. Yeah.
0: That? Oh, I guess so. You're playing in Austin 16, the 16th and the 17th.
2: Yeah, 16th uh, uh, through, the, through the 19th. And then if we can get something on the 20th on Sunday before we drive to Kansas City, then we'll do that. But
0: I don't know. And then <laughs> the West can kind of be brutal, can it? I mean, as far as, like, you're playing in, in Denver and then Salt Lake and then Boise. And so, like, those are big, long drives between.
2: We did the ultimate drive last time. I'll say that. I don't think... Well, we'll have we'll have somewhat similar drive this time. On the last tour, we played Denver, and then the next day we played L.A. So it was like 15 hours overnight. <laughs> so this time we're playing we're playing the Tree Fort Music Festival, and then we're playing L.A. the next day. So that's like I think that's 14 hours too through the desert.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but it's like I, I, it's we're playing this thing part time punks. It's like a monthly event in 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 L.A and it's a really good like they have like a a natural following that whole event and we wanted to play it on a sunday but he was like well i can give you friday and i'm like oh shit that's right after tree fort but okay we'll do it yeah we'll just drive <laughs> get up early
1: and then uh get a sore ass and then yeah uh, just sit yeah.
0: coffee
2: take oh. out food and then we'll not even take that's just drive through and then
0: go you're playing what i said thursday the 24th in boise and then Friday, you're playing in Los Angeles. Yes. Wow. Yes. It, that's a, uh, there you
2: there. Go uh, it, it's this is a Dutch Grand Caravan that does that exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's that's a very important thing. Like we we have been working on minimizing the the whole load of stuff we're carrying around and also the vehicle we're driving. So we, we found the perfect uh, touring vehicle for us. Uh, since we're not we're not we're not driving with backline. We're like uh, borrowing from people and do some. Uh, a little bit of renting but mostly boring from the bands we're playing with so we only have like guitars pedal boards morton brings the cymbals snare drum kick pedal and then we have like suitcases which means we fit in the dodge grand caravan and that one you know it goes like i don't know 24 miles per gallon and it goes maybe like 120 miles per hour at times I hope the cops <laughs> yeah so you know it's it's i i love every one of us loves that vehicle That it's the best touring vehicle ever like Let's get a sponsorship. I want I want yeah. a Dodge Grand Caravan at yeah. home here.
0: Fuck
2: man. Yeah. <laughs> and and the thing is also like it's it's a soccer mom car. So as far as bands getting pulled over for stuff, you know, because they look like band vans. Right. Like we look like a family. We look like hey, well that's mom and dad and
0: the kid in the back. Are you familiar with the Built to Spill that they're playing Treefort? Uh, yeah, yeah,
2: I am. I, I didn't know they were from Boise too. I, I found that out reading on the website.
0: Well, it's funny because you, you mentioned getting pulled over. There was do you, Are you familiar with the American TV show Cops?
2: Uh, is that the one with bad boys?
0: Yeah. Because the, even... <laughs> there was an episode of Cops where Bill to Spill got pulled over. Uh-huh. oh wow because it was one of those gnarly looking 70s vans where it looked like you know that if you open the window the the weed smoke is going to come out the window <laughs>
2: <laughs> well I'll, I'll have to say this though We're, there's no weed driving or a drunk driving going on with us like we'll get deported there's too much at stake but still like you know you you, you could meet the evil cop if you drive like a busted van somewhere so so it's still good it'll save us some time and also the driving comfort is better but uh, yeah there's actually another thing that concerns me about the driving it's 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 become kind of like a trend in the states now to rob musicians you know you either break into the touring band and steal all the stuff and now they've taken another step like there was a band uh, who, who played somewhere in oakland and they had their stuff stolen from the backstage area while they were on stage. I'm like, come on, man. It's, it's not like it's millionaires on tour. And they're all like yeah. gorking their asses off. And we're poor people. Like We're not poor people, but we're definitely not rich. And then you rob us. Yeah. St. Louis, when we, when we played there, we were doing an in-studio. And the radio stations, they gave us directions to the station and all that. And then they had at the bottom saying, like, be sure to watch your vehicle and have it parked where you can watch it. Because there's been like a spree of, like a robbing spree of gangs following banned vehicles around. And then, you know, once they leave their vehicle, they they rob it. I'm like, oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) You know, we're playing the show and then we're getting the fuck out of here. Yeah,
1: man. Go, (laughs) go, go rob Trump, goddammit. Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) We were talking to a band last year and that's what they said they would have, they'd have always one person sleep in the van. Wow. Well, we just, we, we empty it. If we sleep
2: at a motel, we empty the van completely. Like there's not, that's like, I don't know, there might be some dirty socks in there, but let's hope someone steals them. But but everything worth anything leaves the van every night.
0: Yep. Well, so then how did you connect with, with Boise and Trefort?
2: Oh, long story. Uh... The band shades their drummer who now who now lives in norway you know (laughs) Um, nathan is his name he uh, i connected with him Uh, the thing was i wanted to play boise uh what is this this was like two years ago and i was like well i need we need someone to play with that's how I, i i've been booking our tours like for a couple of years now just hooking up with bands and then finding a venue presenting them a bill and and I went over the, the, the whole Treefort uh, lineup, and then I found Shades. And I was like, I contacted them, and then we ended up playing. We ended up not playing with them, but they hooked us up with some other people. And one of them was Eric from uh, Treefort, who's in, uh, what's it called? His booking agency. Duck Club. Uh, yes, Duck Club, exactly. And uh, so we played one show at, uh, oh man, those venues. My head is all full of venues because I'm doing the booking right now. But... No, it's not a cop. We, we 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 played one show. We stayed for two days in in Boise, and we ended up playing three shows. We had like one show one night, and then the next night we didn't have one. We ended up playing at this uh, wood wood woodhouse something wood uh, woodlawn whatever
0: woodland empire. I th- yeah, yeah, I think yeah, that yeah. that was
2: it. We played in there in the where they brew their beer in the yes. back and then we played at this tiki uh, tiki club or whatever uh, tiki bar later
0: so you're saying uh, you played at tree fort before
2: no no this was t- like this was uh, october uh, 20 uh, 2014 okay and so we came back in october last year uh, and 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 uh, eric he wanted us to play but pretty much so he could see us play like he he set up an after show after this other band that played at at the Neurologs,
0: uh-huh. so we didn't
2: play at Neurologs, We played at the Olympic where we're playing again. I didn't know that until you said that. By the way,
0: <laughs> and
2: uh, and 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 he came up to see. It. There was about like thirty people there, and it was it was a good show. But it was really like just it was kind of like a showcase. He wanted to check us out, and I was like, I want you to check us out because I know we kick ass live. And he, he was like, we, we played the show. And he came up to me and said, hey, so are you guys ready for 3Ford? I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And, and that's kind of the story. It took, it, it took us from 2014 to, to now to, to get that set up. Yeah. It, yeah. it was because the the bill of the 3Ford that we
1: came, came through yeah. um, the shades. Exactly, yeah. exactly.
0: Have you looked? Are there any of your friends playing this year? Anyone you'd recommend?
2: I really hope to see Badad hargim the, the the Israeli band. Yeah, it looks like they're playing South by Southwest. They're playing 35 Denson, where we're also playing in, in Texas and they're playing Tree Ford. And I'm like, oh man, I I really love their music. And, and I hope. But because we're on tour, there's no guarantee. But that's that's one band I would love to see.
0: Oh, I wonder. Yeah. Uh... Well, it's interesting because Eric tends to, he does, uh, he books a lot of local Boise bands and then we end up with a lot of Portland and Seattle just because they're so close and Denver and some LA, but then he also brings in a really nice international element to the thing.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, he told me it's kind of like they're kind of not leeching onto, but they're kind of catching the bands that are playing South by Southwest because they're in the States anyway, like, like foreign bands. And then they might as well just you know, play play their way to to Boyce and then do a show there.
0: Exactly.
2: Yeah. Uh, which uh, I think is pretty cool.
1: It's a brilliant uh, strategy, uh, I I think, because mm-hmm. uh, yeah, why not just ride the wave of uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, South by with all the bands uh, cruising around yeah. and you know get the best out of it.
0: So how did you say that, Vada Sharim? What did you say? I
2: studied Hebrew at the university, so
0: <laughs>
2: they, they're, they're called Ba'adad, Ba'adad Harigim.
0: Wow. They're playing Thursday, March 24th at 9 o'clock at the Neurolux.
2: That, mean, that means they're playing... When, when are we playing?
0: You You're know playing that. at 1040, so if you guys... I don't know what time you need to be there for sound check, but you might be able to catch the first bit of their show. That's very good news. Because and that's it's so close. That's really walking distance. So you like you you go park your van, you get everything all set up, and, and then you can go. I don't know if if you need to prep yourself before a show or not, but
2: no, not if I have to go to another show. Right. <laughs> cool. Oh, that's great news. I'm really happy now. I'm having a beer.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm I'm curious. What are you guys listening to these days, anyway? What what are what should some of our listeners you know what what's good and cool and what what can you tell us about Morton
2: takes up his, his iPhone like i i've been listening a lot to the new swerve driver this uh, like last year and this year and which actually like just brought me back to a lot of swerve driver albums in the in the mid 90s and uh, what else what else the ravenets is kind of like a classic that's always on yeah uh, listen a bit to The cure we don't we don't listen to joy division what a lot of people compare us to. We never listen to that. <laughs> I actually like uh, listen
1: a lot to uh,
2: New Canyons. Oh yeah,
1: um, I, I really some really good friend of friends of ours uh, from Chicago. Yeah, we're They're playing re- with them uh, on March 10th as well. So yeah, really cool, really good band. Um, Chameleons. I'm, li- I'm I'm listening to that mm-hmm. uh, right now. Um, uh what else what else
2: uh not, um, yeah. what was it it was a uh, what is it called the, the the seagull no 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 eagles eagles, e- e- eagles? you know as in seagull but eagle hmm. does yeah. that make sense well it's a british band they're pretty cool pretty wild mm-hmm. um, what yeah. about
0: did you guys watch the x-files does that
2: yeah. A... yeah what not new, not ha- new. Has, has it been have they done a, a yeah Oh, okay. I did, I, wasn't, I wasn't aware.
0: That's what we've been dealing with on the show for the last month. They just came oh, out with, no. with a new season of X-Files. And I'm just wondering if that's kind of like an American thing or if... No,
2: no. The, in, in the 90s, it was huge over here. It was really big. Uh, I think it's because I, like me personally, I, I became kind of like an... I don't have time to watch TV, which sounds weird, but I don't. I'm working all the time and then I sleep.
0: Well you mentioned you guys have day jobs. What what do you do? Uh
2: I work at a at a sports center. So I'm like uh I'm like renting out uh badminton or badminton courts and football, whatever, like soccer, indoor soccer. Yeah, pretty pretty simple job. It was it was kinda like, you know, I need a job that could give me some time off. Like, hey, can I get three weeks off in March? Oh sure. <laughs> you know, if I have had a career job then it would be like no.
1: Yeah, well, I um I work with uh, with uh, teenagers, uh, autistics, um, yeah, um, uh, you know what do you call it? A, a, a disabled? A, a, yeah, yeah, disabled, but a, a special special school, uh, for teenagers who are autistics. Yeah. The age of seventeen to twenty one.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, that's some funny stories there. Yeah,
1: There's this, it's funny, play a lot of music with them and uh, do crazy stuff with them. That's cool. So and um, yeah, it's a lot of time off there as well. <laughs> <laughs> that's great.
0: You get summers off, probably.
1: No, actually, uh, it, we 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 have uh, the school open in uh, in the summer, so. Uh, gotcha. Th- that's why I have uh, tons of vacation to to spread around the rest of the year, and, and it fits perfectly to
2: our touring schedule. So, what about you, Henrik? What are you doing? Well, I do graphic design for an uh, software company. He's the guy with the real job.
0: Yeah, it sounds like a... <laughs> it's a real career job, yeah. <clears throat> well, we're just about out of time. What can uh, what can people expect if they come to the Olympic on the Thursday night, the 24th at 10.40pm? What can we expect from a foreign resort show? Oh, massive <clears throat> energy,
1: uh, a lot of strobe lights, and... Uh, Color
2: space. Um, yeah. and just a band on tour in very good shape like yeah. i don't know we seem to get better every day of every tour like it's i don't know we and we're, we're for that day we've only been driving from salt lake city which is like what is that three four hours so four and no and ten hours. yeah yeah well that's nothing so we're going to be in really good shape for that show and uh, i don't know boise has been really good to us every time we've been there like yeah, even though fun. playing like random shows at first and then like a kind of showcase show and then ending up at Treefort it's kind of like it's it's a cool city
0: Treefort's great and but that was 42 Minutes thank you so much for sharing it with us
2: yeah, no thank you man it was
0: fun you bet you've been listening to The Foreign Resort on 42 Minutes a production of Thinkbook Radio and com. be sure and check out their website at the theforeignresort.com for more information about the sync book our guest to check out past shows or to subscribe to the podcast via itunes please be sure and visit our website at thesyncbook.com if you like this podcast and would like more consider becoming a syncbook plus member some of the membership benefits include full access to the complete audio archive discounts on books behind the scenes scripts bonus audio and video as well as monthly online hangouts with the hosts. all this and more can be found at thesyncbook.com slash membership thanks so much and let's all help to make donald drumpf again Donald Trump, yeah, drum, yeah. yes. Donald Trump? Yeah, Donald Trump, you see that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <Great. laughs>